0: I used to be, when I'd come into churches, I would come sit in the back, and and, because no one knew that I was the speaker. Everybody would be praying for me to get saved. I'm not kidding. I'm serious. And then I'd get the microphone and come up, people would be like, oh my God. And you know what it never did, is it never hurt my heart, the opinions of people. when I got saved I was like I came into a family that just couldn't stand me they were like angry as angry could be because I was throwing my girlfriend now would be my wife she's thrown her life away and I'm just tragic and so I had these family members that would persecute me do you understand that the Bible says in 2 Timothy 3.12 that for those that desire to live godly will suffer persecution they will It's a promise from the Father. How many people want that one fulfilled? Yeah, come on. Little dude. One little kid raised his hand. Come on, bro. For those that desire to live godly, they will suffer persecution. They will. It's not a question that's going to happen. You know, in my life I was so lost and I hurt so many people that I had a lot to walk out. I disrespected all my relatives, I stole from everybody and man, I just, I had a lot on my plate it was Jesus and then I got my hair, the dreads, all that stuff something thrown into the mix but even my wife like when I started praying for people she was like, she went ballistic like we get married, I'm like I found out someone got healed and I was like, oh my gosh this is really a part of this thing are you kidding me? I was so excited. I was happy being free. I was like, yay! I'm like a new man. Like, I'm serious. Like, old things really passed away. Like, I believe the gospel. I believe that when God says, old things passed away, all things became new, I actually believed Him. Like, all that junk that I did that I wish I'd never did, God told me to never, ever revisit it because He said it was finished, so I believed Him. And I never dug any of it up. I just believed Him and I lived from there where all that stuff so Satan would try to whisper to me and tell me yeah but what about this and I knew it was a stranger's voice the one that I'm commanded to not follow and I just listened to his voice which told me that I'm loved by him and that he's a good good father it's all over the Bible and I never visited that stuff but man my relatives like to revisit that stuff (laughs) yeah well I remember when you did this and how about this and how about that and I made as much reconciliation as I could before it was this thing where I just realized I need to walk this out I need to walk it out so man I had this I had this one uncle in my life that hated the fact that I would talk about Jesus I mean hated it and I'm walking out the gospel and he would persecute me every time like all the time every time we got together family gatherings he would hammer me with all the junk that I did before he would tease me about Jesus the old me see the old me was a fighter the old me was don't disrespect me don't honor don't dishonor me I grew up in a boys home I grew up fighting I grew up with road rage I grew up with all that stuff but the new me I don't have to try to bite my lip and not not do it it's gone it's dead it's really finished like it's really dead like how many of you would like that thing to be just dead how many would you like anger to be dead rage to be dead that's stuff I lived by my whole life It used to dominate me and control me But Jesus killed it And it's never rose up See, people say, well, that's a theory No, you're wrong, that's the Bible It's the truth of what God says to you And relationship with the Holy Spirit Puts that thing inside of you And you live by that You live from that And it trains your senses Righteousness trains your senses To discern between both good and evil When you get trained in your right standing with God You are right with God You are loved by Him And all of a sudden, He starts to train you in what's okay and what's not. And people say things to you. And the truth about the gospel, the truth about Jesus, is He's told us to never, ever, ever let sin against us produce sin within us. You can't do that in your own strength. You will crumble in that place. You have to do it in His strength. You have to, but it's submission, it's surrender. It's not like a half-in life. It's all in or none. None. It's gather or scatter. It's for or against. This thing's not partway in. It's all or none. Don't just give Jesus part of your life, man. You will become a target for the enemy. And he will kill you. He will thump you. He will attack you. Because he realizes you're not surrendered. He realizes you're just in it for what you can get from God. And God forbid that's there. Because you will get pounded. He will attack you. Attack your family. Attack anything that you elevate into a place that's higher than your love for Jesus. It's like Abraham and Isaac To where Abraham and Isaac later on in life, man This old man had this promised child Celebrated him And then God saw that it wasn't, wasn't good for Abraham Because Isaac had moved into the center of his heart And Isaac had taken the place of where God was supposed to be And that love relationship that he had with his son Was damaging to the reality of the love relationship that the father had with Abraham And God knew it and he saw it So he told Abraham, I need you to sacrifice your boy. The promise. Abraham's like, "Uh, there had to be huge struggle, man. Huge struggle. Man, three days they they journeyed to get to where they needed. Isaac carries the wood on his back up the mountain and Abraham knows that he's got to lay his boy out on that wood and slay the lad. That's more than any of us can handle more than any of us it wasn't God's plan to kill the boy it was God's plan to take the boy out of his heart so that God could reign there and we are at a dangerous place of letting things reign instead of our father I promise we can't afford to have anything that reigns there here's what happens you start to get attacked in every situation all of a sudden your kids become more important than God Your kids become everything And then all of a sudden I'm not saying don't love your kids But the Bible says Unless a man hates his family His mother, his brother, his father His kids, his wife also He cannot be my disciple That's intense words for Jesus to say But that word hate is translated loves less. Unless you love God more, you can't love your wife the way that you need to. Unless you love God more or most, you can't love your kids the way they need to be loved. Unless you love God with everything you are, all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, all your mind, you cannot love your neighbors yourself. You definitely can't love your family the way they need to be loved. And you will compromise your life because your love relationship isn't fully on Jesus. Fully surrendered, fully on fire. He's awesome. No, I've got my wife, I've got my kids, or my kid, I'm praying for people. My wife can't stand it, dude. She told me, if you don't stop praying for people, I will never go out of the house with you ever again. (laughs) It sounds funny, except she's my best friend. So now she's like, she's like, okay, I can see clearly that you're choosing to pray for people over me, my wife. Now our testimony is amazing. We came out of great darkness, great twistedness, horrible, horrible stuff. And then all of a sudden, Jesus comes into our life. We Brand new people, brand new. And we're like loving Jesus and I find out that God wants me to pray for people. That's for everybody. That's not just for evangelists. That's for every believer. Believers lay hands on the sick and the sick recover. Not evangelists. Believers. I'm not a healing evangelist, I'm a son that knows it. We should all want people to experience our good, good Father. Really. So I'm praying for people. She says, I will never go in public with you again. And so I would go in after work. I got a job. After work, I would come home. I would get a shower. If I need to go shopping, I would go and take my daughter. I prayed for people. Man, I I prayed for an average of 10 people every day. And not one person got healed. Imagine that. I prayed for a whole week. Seventy people about And not one person manifested healing At all People told me Well the reason why they didn't Is because your gift It's not your gift Obviously it's not your gift They'd be healed if it was And I just couldn't see that I saw in my Bible These signs will follow them that believe In my name it says They'll lay hands on the sick And the sick will recover That's what the Bible says So I just chose to go after that Instead of going after what they didn't see You can never allow what people don't see To influence what you do see yeah, come on, come on. Ever So I'm going after it and my wife doesn't want to hear it and I'm telling her I prayed for all these people you're going to get fired who do you think you are I don't want to hear it stop telling me and two weeks into our, our new life in Christ she said I will never go in public with you again so I would come home and she wouldn't go out of the house with me at all, ever and she persecuted me for the gospel and she told me I was a lunatic I was a crazy man and she's calling her mom for counseling and her mom hates me what do you do with that? You stay in love with Jesus is what you do. You go into your bedroom, you open your Bible, you get on your knees. And I never prayed for my wife to change for me. I didn't say, God, you got to do something with her because if you change her, my life will be easier. That's selfish prayer. That's not even for her. That's for you. Touch my kids. My life will be better. That's for you still. Touch them, let them know they're a son and a daughter God, I'm asking you in the name of Jesus, God Show her who she is as a daughter God, reveal to her that you're a good, good father And that she's loved by you Father, I thank you, I lift my wife up right now Before your face, God I thank you, I love her so much, God, you're amazing Thank you, and I praise God In my bedroom, with the word of God And thank Jesus for who I am And then who she is And I walk out of the bedroom, hey honey, shut up People put their tail between their legs and it didn't work. I'm not gonna pray that way again. What are we doing? Why do we give up on people? Man, imagine if God did that for you. Jesus didn't give up on you. He waited. How many years? For me, 34 years. 34 years. 34 years. Knocking on the door of my heart. 34 years he waited. And I was as lost as lost could be. He gets shot at and he spares my life. The least I could do is give my whole life to him. The least I could do. So a month goes by. Not one person gets healed. I would call that guy Dan, the guy that I got saved, the pastor. And I'd say, dude, I prayed for all these people today. He'd say, what happened? I'd say, nothing. He'd say, what are you going to do? i said, I'm going to keep praying for people, man. He's like, good for you, Todd. And I would just keep praying for people. Hey, you know the Lord says that if we pray, believing, you'll be healed. Okay? Like, I say we pray. Why? Well, the worst that can happen is nothing. That's what I tell them. And like, nothing happened. But here's the truth. If you ask somebody to pray for them, the worst they can say is no. And if you pray and it doesn't happen, the worst that can happen is nothing. What are we afraid of? really? We're afraid of how we look. That's what it is. It's called pride. It needs to die. Come on, man. Let's just bring this thing to normal, really. Let's bring it to normal. Let's make it easy. So pray again, again, again. Two months go by. Nothing. Three months, nothing. Nothing. Now we're at like 900 and some people. Nothing's happening. What are you going to do? I'm keeping praying. Because I'll never allow what I don't see influence what I need to see. I'll never allow what I've been through to influence what God says should happen. Ever. Why? Because I am a warrior. I have enlisted in an army with the Lord. I won't be entangled with the affairs of this world. I've given my life to my king. And I'm going to burn for him every day so people don't have to burn eventually. I'm gonna burn on fire and in the flame of the Lord every day of my life no one's gonna stop me hell can't stop me death has been defeated Jesus defeated the devil he has crushed the fear of death in me my question is did he crush the fear of death in you did he if he did then what are we doing with what we've been given I'm not just up here a motivational speaker I am preaching the word of God It's the truth It's just who you really are It sets people's hearts on fire Ablaze Because we find out Wait a minute This is real And it's like It's like a Holy Ghost defibrillator Boom I'm alive What if it's true? what if all that's true what if he loves us what if he doesn't it's not about how life treated us and all the bad things that happened and we blame God for things he's never done he's never done that he doesn't orchestrate death, loss, and destruction guys at all man, so my wife is just not on page a half a week later I'm at work one day prayed for about a thousand people or so and the guy pulls up in a truck. I'm in a guard shack. I'm in a little box in a guard shack in, in the Word all day long. I've been like fellowship with Jesus. My job's not a bummer. It's exciting to me. You say, well, it's just a waste of time. Utilize your time to grow. Utilize every second of your day to grow in Him. And I'm I'm just focused on the truth of what God says. I'm filling out spiral notebooks full of stuff. Scriptures and things that God's teaching me. And I'm like having a field day. like uh, I'm writing like these books It's all scripture stuff But still it's awesome I'm like yay <laughs> Studious Study doesn't say study To preach yourself approved It says study To show yourself approved Study to show So then This guy pulls up And I get this thought He has two herniated discs And sciatic nerve damage Down his right leg I said that's crazy I don't even know what that is I don't know what a word of knowledge is All I know is that it's not me so I said, hey man, do you got this going on? He goes, yeah. I go, no way. Dude, come into my shack. <laughs> he comes into my guard shack. Oh, I'm so sorry. I got you guys up. Are you okay? All right. Sorry. I said, bro, look at my Bible. It says, these signs will follow them that believe. Yes. I said, it's Jesus. Are you Christian? He goes, I'm Catholic. I said, great. The last things that Mary said, and I explained to him that Mary said, do whatever Jesus says at the wedding of Cana. He goes, okay. I said, I say we do whatever Jesus says. Red letters is Jesus. He said, okay. I said, it says to lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. Your back is sick, bro. He goes, yeah. I go, let's pray. He goes, what do we do? I said, just pray. Okay. So I said, put my hand on his back, Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for two brand new discs and heal that nerve thing (laughs) he bends over, he stands up, he goes you have a power! (laughs) I go no, look, it's Jesus, he is the power he is, look, I'm a believer he goes, you have a power I'm trying to talk to him he's like, no, 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 you have a power he walks out of my shack I'm like overwhelmed, I don't know how to talk to him I, I know what this is, it's him you can't blame healing on a person it's Jesus he's the one take it up with him he, he said it like, why? But he said it and I'm a believer so it is what it is and there are people alive today that wouldn't be if I dropped this ball and I will never drop the ball we are ambassadors of hope for lost and dying people so I called my wife I said hey guess what happened she said what I said, remember I've been praying for people, there was this guy that pulled up, click, she hangs up on me. What do you do? You don't go, I can't believe it. she hangs up on me. You can't expect somebody to see. You have to see. You have to walk. You have to pave the way so that they see that this thing's real. Don't expect everybody to just jump on page. Live as a conviction. Live and walk out your faith. Let people around you. See the fruit that hangs on your tree. Let him pick it. Don't try to sell it to him. Let him pick it. So my wife, she hung up, so I called Dan I said, dude, guess what happened? He said, what? I said, dude, it worked. I prayed for this dude today. He goes, what happened? And he's so excited. And I told him, and he goes, good for you, Todd. What are you going to do? I said, I'm going to keep praying for everybody. <laughs> so I kept writing down the testimonies of what God did. Just the the reality of this thing. Jesus said, His kingdom come, His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There's no sickness in heaven. It's His will to be on earth the same as it is in heaven, period. It's God's will. What is God's will? For earth to look like heaven. What's God's will? For you to destroy the works of the devil. Heaven is not your mission. Destroying hell is your mission, heaven is your destination. We destroy hell on our way to heaven. But right now, we bring heaven here Through agency of Holy Spirit Right now, right here And so my wife didn't want to hear it She's just totally like, not okay with this whole thing I come home and excited Yeah, I saw two people today And, and she's started to get fired Shut up, I don't want to hear it I go back in my bedroom God, I thank you so much, you're amazing I go crazy in my bedroom Why? Because it's me and him He loves me It's like I got that daisy He loves me He loves me He loves me. He loves me. It's who I am. He loves me. It's who I am. He loves me. I'm burning. It's not shut down. People told me that this will wear off. Let's see where you are in 10 years. It's been 11. It's way, it's way worse than it's ever been. It's not gonna, it's not gonna turn down. Ever. I stay hooked up to the supercharger. I stay hooked up to the fountain of life. This thing can't dry out People are like we need to pray for you You really poured out You can't fill me up I appreciate that you want to help me But he is my one that keeps me full He, my relationship keeps me full No one's going to talk me off I don't just, that's weird stuff I'm in love with Jesus I appreciate prayer But I'm in love with Jesus Why I pray for people Is because of my love for my father I don't have to pray for anybody I get to I get to represent him here in a lost and dying world and I refuse to turn my back on one that never turned his back on me and I refuse to allow people that misunderstand this thing to determine my identity I refuse to let what people don't see influence what I have seen and what I do see I'm gonna run this thing even if no one went with me I'd still run dude, I'm gonna be locked in an airplane With hundreds of people soon. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. I love this. So, back at home, I'm praying for people, praying for people, praying for people, praying for people. And in five and a half months after I started to see breakthrough, five and a half months. I'm spending 45, 45 minutes a day writing down testimonies from things that happen every day and every day and I'm not popping off I'm telling you that I was keeping a track record of what was going on because I needed to keep my eyes on what God was doing instead of what I wasn't seeing and it was, like a, it was like a book every night I'm writing these things down it's a testimony log I heard about people out at Bethel Church I heard that they were writing down testimonies they hired a shorthand Writer, and every Wednesday they do testimony. So I just said, that's a great idea I'm going to do it myself I don't know how to do shorthand So I'm going to do longhand <laughs> So watch this Nine months Almost nine months into this thing My wife says to me one day She says, I'm going shopping with you today I go, no way I'm talking like never going out of the house We're talking about nine months I said, no way She goes, but I will not see you in the grocery store See, I'm going to go this way and get things, and I have a debit card. You're going to go that way and get things and take destiny with you. We're not going to see each other in the store. I'm going so that your shopping trip isn't so long, because I am sick and tired of you taking an hour and a half to two hours every time you go grocery shopping. I said, OK. So we went in the grocery store. She sure enough went that way. Me and destiny went this way. I have a, my daughter's a little over eight years old and we're just having fun we pray for people everywhere my daughter literally at this point has seen hundreds and hundreds of people healed in shopping stores, malls, everywhere dentist's office we go take my daughter to the dentist dude, Jesus is on we're in a waiting office I'm going to bring the gospel we go to the grocery store I'm bringing Jesus with me he likes to shop He likes people He loves people He always has something to say It's it's entirely impossible For him to stop speaking After all, he is called the Word He's never silent People say, well, yes, he is Maybe for you, he is But I promise, if you go into your secret place And you say, God, speak to me Oh, boy Just be ready Be ready So we're in the store my daughter and I are a couple rows over and we see some lady in a scooter, she's driving down the, the shopping, I said, look, Destiny, she goes, we're not going to pray for her, are we? I go, come on, mommy's way over there, let's do it. <laughs> so we run down the aisle, we see this lady, we say, hey, listen, I really need to pray for you right now. She goes, oh honey, I'm okay, I'm all right. She's with her granddaughter, the lady is an elderly woman. She says, no, 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 I'm okay, I pray every night. There's a man on the TV that stretches out his hand and says, put your hand out. So she has some kind of grid for healing. So I'm like, okay, at least we're there, we're at that place. So she's like, no, no, I'm okay. Because she's been taught, don't let everybody pray for you, because, just because. It's a fear thing the body of Christ has created. It
1: says, don't lay hands
0: hastily on people. And that's not for sickness. That's for ordaining people into leadership. It's really scriptural. The other way is not. Don't let anybody pray for you because you don't want what they got. Man, come on, dude. What do you have inside of you? Either greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world, or you're afraid of what's in the world. Dude, if a witch comes up to me and wants to pray for me, How about it because what's in me is going to get on you. I'm really not kidding. You have no idea. I've chased witches around the stores. I've prayed for witches. I've hugged. I hug them. They just need a hug. They need love. They don't understand what it is. They fear God. They don't know what God is until they approach a Christian that's on fire with him. What are we so afraid of, man? I'm really serious. You should see some of the encounters, man. You should see some of the airplane rides with people and what they do. Airline attendants. I'm really not kidding eyes rolling up in their head screaming in front of everyone on a plane what would you do? wouldn't you like to know that you have what's necessary to make that stop? we do have it you just have no idea I'm really serious that this is. So, I'm a threat to the enemy all, only because I believe. I'm convinced fully. No one can take it away. Like, I'm fully convinced. I'm not afraid. I'm never going to die. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm going to go right into the arms of the King to live as Christ yeah. and to die as gain. And it's for real. Yeah, awesome, so I'm praying for this. I'm, I'm asking this lady if we can pray. She's not letting us. And I said, please. She goes, no, I'm okay. I looked at the granddaughter and I said, do you want your grandma to play with you again? I didn't know what the lady had. All I know is the granddaughter goes, yeah. She's about eight and a half years old, same lady as my daughter. The lady looks at me, she goes, mad at me, come on grandma, let him pray. She said, sir, do you know that I've had four back surgeries? My back is fused in the seated position. I am bent over. I'm in this scooter, but when I stand up, my back is, is frozen here. They fused it because of the pain. I've been on 27 years of chronic pain medication, and it doesn't work. I spend all of my money on this because of insurance and this and that, she's letting me have it, man. And they go, please just let us pray for you. Hurry up! You think, boy, ain't nothing going to happen here because she's angry, she's bitter she's totally disgruntled she's in unforgiveness she's telling me about this and that and the other thing you think man God can't move here well you're wrong because Jesus is bigger than that and it's his goodness that leads people to repentance and so we pray Father we thank you in the name of Jesus for this lady and I said okay what do you feel? pain she's like sweating in the chair not because there's heat but because she's in chronic pain It's hurting. I said, please get out of that chair. Please just get out and check your back. She goes, I am not getting out of that chair. The granddaughter goes, please grandma. She's mad at me because I'm instigating all this. My daughter's kind of weirded out, but she's seen a lot of people get really mad at her dad. So she gets out of the chair and she's shaking. She's like, she's like this, trembling. Come on girls, let's pray again. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. And I don't know what a back fusion is. All I know is it's not right and she's locked in that position. I keep thinking about that lady that's been bowed over for 18 years. That Jesus said, ought this woman not be loosed at this? And we, I just thought of that, we're praying and all of a sudden her back goes, pop! And it popped underneath our hand. And we moved away and she goes like this, in the grocery store. And I went, oh my God, what's going on? She goes. I don't know. Something's moving in my back. And I'm crying. And my daughter's like, She doesn't know. The granddaughter looks at the grandma. She goes, Grandma, run! For real. real. And they go down the aisle like this. The lady hasn't walked upright in 27 years, man. This is in a grocery store. In America. In a grocery store. Why would God... He doesn't just do miracles in Africa, guys. Come on, come on. She comes back down, she's like, and I look and walks my wife in the aisle. Destiny hid behind me. I'm not kidding. You ask my wife, because she'll come here. You ask my wife, she'll tell you. This was a day that was like no other, because I have been in my bedroom praying for my wife every day of my life in Christianity praying for this woman that I love so much just to see that she's a daughter just to see who God created her to be and she's in the aisle I mean she's really, really mad and she hates confrontation and I don't want to mess this up so I said, ma'am that's my best friend, her name is Jackie she's in the aisle down there she's not really angry she just doesn't understand could you go explain it to her and I backed away and she walks down the aisle to my wife my wife it's God's grace that she didn't walk out of there and she's at the end of the aisle I know what she's thinking I really know what she's thinking the lady looks at my wife She turns around, she lifts up her shirt, she has a scar like that on her back because of the surgeries going into the same place four different times and she's bending all around and my wife in the grocery store, loses it, screaming holding this lady, and I'm like "Ah." Destiny's like, Dad, what's going on? I said, Mom's crying She she said, she's really mad, I said, no, no she's not no, they're hugging, she goes, what? (laughs) <laughs> I'm not kidding they get done hugging my wife is a snot mess literally they come walking up the aisle my wife's not even looking she's looking at the ground crying <laughs> big sobs man like when you cry so hard you <laughs> takes your breath away like kids like that man she's just a mess she comes up I don't say a word. She looks at me. She goes, you have a wonderful wife. She gives me a hug. Praise God. The granddaughter goes, Grandma's crying. She's never seen her grandma stand up. I'm like, yay, honey, come here. Give her a hug. It's amazing. She's so in love with Jesus right now. Look what God's done for my grandma. She drives the scooter out of the store. Grandma walks out of the store. We pay for her groceries because that's what we do. We bless people. We go home. We get to the house. I go back in my bedroom. And I lay it on my face. And I thank God for what it looks like to persevere. I thank God for what it looked like to be persecuted for righteousness sake. To be persecuted for doing good, that it's commendable before the Father. Jesus said that just like they hated me, they're going to hate you. So you'll be my disciples. Don't fear. Don't fear. We get home. I go in my bedroom. I'm back there crying, sobbing. Come out an hour and a half later. My wife's on the couch. (laughs) Still. I'm like, you okay? No. I said, what happened? She said, God spoke to me. This is important. God speaking to each person. She says, he told me, I've given you. A husband that you never thought you could have. He believes me. Why don't you? To my wife, I went, what'd you say? She said, I told him that I'd never stand in the way of him again. I'm sorry. I didn't need her to apologize. She needed to for her own heart. And she's never ever been in the way. And it was nine months of birth pains for my wife. come on page this thing brings persecution this thing brings misunderstanding this thing stirs up religion in a a really bad way don't you grow weary in doing good because in due season you will reap you will reap Christianity is supernatural Christianity is completely heaven sent And you are supposed to be filled with the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. My question is this, what are you waiting for, guys? What are you waiting for?